0: Well, it's Friday or thereabouts, so it's time to get into some predictions for the SEC weekend.
1: Locked On Bama, your daily podcast on the Alabama Crimson Tide, part of the
0: Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, everybody, and welcome back into Locked On Bama. Luke Robinson, that's me. Jimmy Stein, that's him. Jimmy, how are you today? Super fired up about the college football weekend. Uh, We
1: record this on Thursday. Most of you are listening to it on Friday. That means Coastal Carolina and Appalachian State have yet to play. But my beer is bought. My beer is getting cold. I'm looking forward to some Sunbelt action on Thursday night.
0: Sunbelt it up, baby. Sunbelt is fun belt. Um, All right. Jimmy it's uh time to do some predictions. Uh we will do the Alabama predictions in the final segment of the course. Right now we want to talk about some of the other SEC games. Um in a game that I cannot believe has not been canceled due to lack of interest, Auburn <laughs> will face Mississippi State. You know,
1: uh gosh, the Cornell Williams being the interim head coach has made me feel very old. Yes. Followed his recruitment. So it seemed like I followed his recruitment like five years ago. I suppose it was 20 years ago, but good Lord, that feels like five years ago. Um, And I can't help but pull for Carnell just a little bit, just simply because I remember him as a prospect so well, hoped he would sign with Alabama. Of course, this is 20 years ago, but, um, but no, no, uh, I, you know, I don't really pull for Auburn much. Um, Mississippi State's going to win this game regardless. You know, I, I, I sort of like the story here of Auburn playing well now that that is no longer hanging over their heads and now that they got their, 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 their you know, Carnell coaching. But no, I think Auburn's running to Mississippi State at a bad time. State has played very poorly, um, you know, in the losses to Kentucky and Alabama. They're back home. This is a bounce-back opportunity for State. I like State big in this. I, I think their offense has a huge day. Auburn cannot score with Mississippi State. I think this is State big, and it might even get a little ugly. I'll go with State 42
0: to, to 10. Ooh, okay. I mean, look, I, I'm I'm pro that butt kicking, I'll tell you. But at the same time, look, I, I want to echo what you said. I, I like Carnell Williams, too. I mean – Look, rivalry aside, um, I'm old enough now to be able to like uh, a Charles Barkley. I'm old enough to be able to like a Cornell Williams. And, look, he just happens to be an Auburn dude. And he he does pour his heart into Auburn. You can tell he loves him some Auburn. So, I mean, congrats on that. But I think what that means is if Cornell had, uh, you know, gone to Alabama or Tennessee, I think he'd be all in on Bama or Tennessee. I just think that's the kind of right. dude he is. He's all in on stuff. And uh, I can respect that. So – that being said, um, I think that Mississippi State also wins. I'm going to say 38 to 20. Um, look, I don't know that Miss Auburn isn't very prolific in offensive American football, but uh, they—I don't know that they're going to be held to 10 points. That's the only thing. Um, yeah, and here's my, here's I should have
1: said more points because again, uh, Auburn has. Surprised me a little bit offensively. Every now and then, Robbie Ashford will do like, "Wow, I didn't know he would do that." I mean, in term, but I I have a lot of respect for how good State is. I I think once State has played twelve games, it's going to be pretty clear this was a good football team.
0: Um, yeah. So I think I said thirty-eight twenty, which I think may have been the score that Mississippi State beat Auburn when uh, they had that huge game in two thousand fourteen. Frankly, that just dawned on me. Uh, maybe it wasn't the score, but I think it was. Anyway, um, the next game I want to talk about is Liberty and Arkansas, just because, I mean, Hugh Freeze coming to an SEC team yep. again, uh, playing Arkansas. He coached at Arkansas State. Hugh Freeze being mentioned for the Auburn job. This is a very interesting game. He, Liberty is ranked. Arkansas isn't. Um, I'm going to be pulling for Arkansas, number one, because of my SEC affiliation, and number two, uh, because it will help Alabama strength the schedule. But – and I think Liberty's got some dudes that are sick or out. And and so I'm I'm going to go Arkansas wins this uh, 42-41. 42-41. Wow. Uh, I, I
1: agree. Uh, I like your I, – I, I think Arkansas wins. I think it's close, as Lee Corso would say, closer than the experts think. Uh, I, I think Liberty's good. I think Hugh Freeze has done a really good job there. I believe he'll be the next coach at Auburn as of today, him or Jeff Grimes. Uh, I know every day we're, let's predict who's going to be the Auburn coach every single day until it happens. And one of our guesses will be right. But, um, you know, uh, I think Q's done a good job. Arkansas has played for Arkansas, a brutal non-conference schedule. They've played Liberty. They've played BYU. They played Cincinnati. I mean, it's an all group of five. It's, it's like they're touring the group of five hall of fame. I mean, uh, that's a really tough schedule to me. Um, I like Arkansas to outscore Liberty. Uh took a long look at quarterback numbers this week around the SEC. And KJ Jefferson's numbers are outstanding. He has a big game again. I like Arkansas to win this game. Uh you said 42-41. I'll go
0: 42-30. Woo! You think they cover? Okay. Okay, Dan. Um, Jimmy, here's where I gotta tell everybody about underdog fantasy. Um, I don't know if that's if they say it like that, but I like it. This episode is brought to you by Underdog Fantasy. It's the easiest place to spice up your college football season. It's so easy to get started. It's so easy to play. And while you're watching your favorite team, it's so easy to have fun. Look, you go to the Underdog website and and just create your account. Lickety split. There's no problem. It's super easy. Uh, and look at the different pick choices for whatever team you want each week. They'll probably have Bryce Young over under – you know, 300 yards against LSU or something like that. Do you think it's going to be over? Do you think it's going to be under? It's that simple. And all you got to do is pick between, I think it's two and six, and uh, then – there you go. You're off and running with this thing. And look, sign up with the promo code Locked On. That's one word: L O C K E D O N. One word, and Underdog will double your first deposit up to one hundred dollars. Deposit one hundred dollars, get one hundred dollars free. Go to UnderdogFantasy.com. That's UnderdogFantasy.com. UnderdogFantasy.com, or find the Underdog Fantasy app in the App Store, Google Play Store, whatever. That's Underdog Fantasy promo code Locked On. One word. Get in on the college football pick'em action today, Jimmy. I am blown <laughs> away
1: by the good folks at
0: Underdog, for real. I'm glad you – uh, I check it out, I, I check it it out all, all the time. Okay. Um, A game that's – look, this is – in reality, this is a game only a mother could love, but Florida-Texas A&M seems kind of fun to me because it really is which team – it's all about which team will be less disappointing. That's all this is. That's, you are not doing, you're not even really playing for pride at this point. Both teams' pride is gone. You're playing for who is going to suck the least, and that will be the non-loser of this game. And so, wait a minute. Spoiler. I'm going to pick Florida because I think Texas A&M is going in the crapper.
1: Well, there's no way to, I mean, who's, is, you know, you started out the whole show with, I can't believe this game hasn't been canceled due to lack of interest. This is the one. I mean, this is the one. What is Florida playing for? whats AM playing for? I mean, uh, you know, the hey, whoever loses this game, aren't they in danger then of not even making it to a bowl? Um, you know, I, I'm, I, I think, a M is going to win this game because they're at home. I, I, I think AM and in a snooze fest 20... I, I think the game could be close.
0: 27-24 You know, I'm glad you said snooze fest because it just made me think, see, this would have been a... Per, this would have been a really good, like, 1 o'clock game because if, if... I know no SEC games come on at 1 o'clock anymore, but if you put this game on at 1, like, you're sort of... The the early games, which are usually blowouts, you're sort of getting through those. You want to get ready for the big Georgia uh Tennessee matchup. So you take you a little take you a little uh siesta, you know. And during this game, there's nothing better. This will be like um if people play golf on a certain mattress, that's what this game is. I mean, this game will put you to sleep. This is the football equivalent of melatonin. That's what this is. Um,
1: you know, I, yeah, I do. You know, there's individual players that are interesting. I'm not saying both teams are going to go out there and not try. I mean, they they put a lot of effort into practice. Napier's trying to build something at Florida. I can see Florida a little more fired up than A&M here, but it's hard to win games on the road. It's hard for me to imagine A&M not finishing with six wins. (laughs) Let's go A&M. But, ooh, this is not going to be – I will not be watching this one. I'll just say that.
0: All right, now we got Georgia, Tennessee. Well, I am so conflicted because my brain tells me uh, I know how these hierarchy things work, that, uh, you know, to move up the ladder, Tennessee is going to beat one really good team. They've done that with us. And then they'll lose to a really good team, and that'll be Georgia. I just don't know that Georgia's got it. And Nolan Smith being out. um, My brain says Georgia. My gut says Tennessee. My gut is the one that usually has the gas, though, Uh, but I'm still going with Tennessee. I'm going to go with Tennessee in a squeaker, in a classic, and that gives Alabama the motivation to move on and play them again in the SEC title game. Spoiler alert, I pick Alabama to win today, too, which I'll do in the next segment.
1: Yeah, I'm picking Georgia to win the game. Uh, I I just don't believe that Tennessee is is good enough to beat Alabama and Georgia in the same – season yet they might be good enough to do that in coming seasons i I don't know about this year that's a heck of a transformation from one year to the next uh i i I think georgia learned a lot from the alabama tape because we play defense so similarly i think georgia is going to remind everyone that they're the defending national champions and I, i think a georgia performance more in line with what we saw week one against oregon is coming up uh i do think tennessee is uh, good enough to make this sort of tight. Uh I think we will see the big play from Hooker to Hyatt. I think we will see that. I think we'll I think we're we're gonna Hyatt may put an end to the question of who's who's wide receiver one in this draft uh uh Saturday. I can see that happening. Uh I think Georgia wins, uh but I think it, it's gonna be exciting and I think there will be a lot of points. I, I'm gonna go Georgia uh forty one thirty three.
0: Okay, I mean, I can see that. Um, I, again, that's where my head is, but my, again, my guts just telling me Tennessee seems like a team of destiny until they play us again. So you know, I
1: thought, uh, I'll just say this morning, I was on a call with uh, a lot of my uh, fellow uh, fe- fellow members of the media who who know this league pretty well, and uh, we went around uh, talking about giving a score for Georgia Tennessee and what we thought would happen. I thought most of the room was going to pick Tennessee. Uh, actually virtually the entire room picked Georgia. So that was yeah. interesting.
0: Yeah, I think that um, it's so hard to let go of Georgia's dominance right now. It's going to be tough to pick Tennessee. That's why it's tough for me to pick Tennessee. But I did it because, um, frankly, I I think it would be more fun to play Tennessee in the, in the Georgia Dome. One of two things. I think in it, either Tennessee is going to play us or Ole Miss, and I think that's a better story. So, um All right, let's go ahead and take a break, Jim. When we come back, we're going to predict Bama-LSU. Okay, so Bama-LSU this weekend, um, huge game at night, 6 o'clock kick. Uh, We've talked about the stats here. Alabama does seem to do very well against LSU in Baton Rouge, better than most teams. In fact, better than LSU does at home. usually. So, yeah, Alabama is – Alabama's favored by 13 and a half. And I'm going to say Alabama wins this game 28 to 17. So, no, I don't think they cover. I think Jalen Daniels is a very, very, very good player. I think he gives us some problems. I think this game is something like seven to seven for a little bit early. Alabama takes maybe a 17 to 10 lead into the half, and then they uh, pull away right there uh, in the third quarter. And I think the third quarter is where the, the the money is made for Alabama. And then in the fourth, it's just about protecting that lead. I'm, I'm really kind of ashamed of myself. I'm only picking Alabama to get 28. Um, I feel like they should get more than that. Tennessee put 40 on this squad. I feel like we can easily do that. Um, but I'm not picking it. I don't know why. I'm, until I see Alabama be dominant again, it's hard for me to predict Alabama will be dominant. Yeah, I think for
1: stretches of this game, I, I expect to see the best Alabama team we've seen this year. But my guess is because of the road struggles that are likely to continue in some form, uh, I, I think that there will be stretches of the game where Alabama will be fantastic and stretches of the game where, where you're like, Alabama still can't get it together on the road. What, what's up with this? Uh, and LSU has a lot to do with that. But I think in the end, the more I've studied it, the better I feel. Uh I think uh, Alabama's going to win this game 35-24, you know, by 11. So they won't cover that number. It'll be close, but they won't cover the number. Uh, Alabama will play poorly enough in stretches to where LSU covers the number. But uh, I tell you, what what I'm starting to feel better about this week, Luke, near the end of the week that I didn't feel early in the week is uh, the matchup of Alabama's front seven versus LSU's ability to block them. Uh, I, I think unlo- that that's the difference between this game and the game in Knoxville. In the game in Knoxville, Tennessee, did an unbelievable job making Alabama's pass rush a non-factor. I think Alabama's pass rush is a huge factor in this game, and Jaden Daniels, uh, you know, makes makes plays, but but not enough consistently to mount a big time threat. Uh, Earlier this week, I said. Alabama would win 35 24, but the game will be closer than the score sounds. This is what I've changed as the weeks progressed. Picking the same score, 35 24, but the game not as close as that sounds. And by that, I mean uh, Alabama at no point is in danger of losing this game. Uh, you know, anytime LSU sort of gets within the neighborhood, um, Alabama just rack, ramps up that pressure. Will Anderson, Chris Braswell, and Dallas Turner just too much. For, uh, for LSU's front, uh, Alabama wins 35-24, uh, and let's not forget, let's not forget what it is, uh, that it's a big deal to beat a top 10 team on the road. Let's Let's not let the national media screw that up for us. Just because we don't blow them out doesn't mean we didn't beat a top 10 team on the road. Not everybody can do that, very few. Not even the whole top 10 can do that. But Alabama will on Saturday night.
0: Boy, it's going to be interesting too to see how Eli Ricks performs in this game and the reception he gets. Um, that's going to be uh, kind of a fun thing to watch. But man, what a great day for a, a Saturday! Uh, I hope the weather's okay. I mean, there've been talks about uh, so rainy atmosphere and the and but maybe the rain's moved out by then. But look, if it's rainy, I don't think that behooves us. We're we're I don't. I, I just don't. Um, I feel like that's better for them. I don't want it to be better for them. I don't want a bunch of uh, – look, it's tough enough dealing with rabid, drunk Cajuns as it is. Rabid, uh, drunk, wet Cajuns? Oh, my God. I don't know that <laughs> anybody can handle that. So, um, yeah, anyway. Last but- forecast
1: we saw from James Spann, the best weather man in America, says uh, rain moved out by game time. So, let's hope uh, Let's hope the spamster gets it right.
0: Does anybody call him the Spanster? I just did. I just did. I made, I, made, I made that up. He may retire from meteorology after that. Um, he, I, may mail me, he may mail me a pair of his suspenders. <laughs> All right, that's going to do it for today's episode. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in this week. We'll be back tomorrow. Well, not tomorrow. We'll be back after the game. Can't wait for that one. That's going to be a lot of fun. Then getting you ready for Ole Miss. So let's go get them this weekend. Until then, roll tide, everybody. Roll tide.